Welcome to the Erasmus Foundation podcast. My name is Paul Nugent. Are you looking for answers to life and its meaning? Then this may well be the very podcast you need to listen to. In a series of podcasts, we are going to look at the difficult questions of life and apply spiritual knowledge to find out the answers. Hello. Today we're going to talk about a very interesting subject, UFOs, Unidentified Flying Objects. Now this is a subject that many people are interested in, and many people have apparently seen these things, although there are people in the world that think that this is all nonsense, and that there's no such thing as UFOs. So today with us, we've got Padina from Spirit. Greetings, Padina. Greetings. And we're going to talk about UFOs, aren't we, Padina? We are indeed. And before we start, please may I say, in in response to your introduction, may I say that not all these people who lay claim to have seen things are in fact honest and true yes and this of course when they are found to be false gives a bad reputation to those who are genuinely seeking for the right reasons to find some better understanding and perhaps even communication with those outside of this earth your planet yes and this is why truth is so important because Indeed. it causes so many problems Indeed. when people don't tell the truth brilliant thank mm-hmm. you very much so my first question is quite straightforward as usual yes. what are ufos well they do exist and they are ufos because mankind is not familiar with what these crafts are and where they come from. But they are real and they do exist. And may I just make a very basic founding point about all of this. And that is, if people of the earth can accept that there is an afterlife, a spiritual life where you come from, coming to the earth to have a life, and then moving on after you die of the earth, back to your spiritual home. Then if you accept that, then the same must be said exactly for those who are living lives on other planets who again may exist and come into life on such places such as Venus, Andromeda, and other places, which we will talk of. And, of course, they come from their spiritual home, as we do, as spirit do. We all come from the same 
spiritual place. It may be on different planes, of course, because of our different stage of evolution and spiritual age. But those living a life on a planet other than Earth are exactly like earthlings, that they have a spiritual form within them, which is eternal. And after their life on Earth, they will return home to spirit. Thank you, Padina. That's very clear. So where do these, we call them aliens, and of course, from what you're saying, they're just people from other planets. So mm. where do they come from? Well, some are from places we get the name Barmoil is one, Redigo is another, Markova is a third, Andromeda, which is very, very highly advanced, Andromeda 7. And those within this foundation have heard a spirit who visits the foundation quite, quite a lot and is not always seen, but may be felt by his presence. And he comes quite a bit visiting the foundation to help and to see how things are progressing here. Now, he is a spirit. His name is Santuaza. But at the same time, he is living a life on Andromeda, which is so evolved that some of the spirits there can travel and can go back home, communicate with home by mind, and as I say, even have the ability and the strength to visit Earth as a spirit to see how things are progressing. Now, many spirits do this work, come to the Earth, scan, report back, and spend time evaluating and trying to help in so many, many ways. Vast numbers of spirits. Now, some might call them UFOs, but they are spirits working near the earth. And if man had full spiritual awakening within his mind on the earth, he would recognize so much, so many he would see and have the understanding of why they come to the earth to help and to do very good work. Thank you, Padina. So these visitors, I guess we can call them, from other planets, are visiting our planet for what reason, would you say? I would say that many of them 
are visiting to see how the progress of spiritual awareness is growing across your world. And in time, who can say when? It may be some time in the future when people of the earth have that understanding, then there will be greater communication with all of these different people, as there will be with spirit. And of course, it will be all understood in exactly that same light, that there are spirit at home, there are spirit living on the earth as humanoids, there are spirit living on other planets and other places. And why not? Why not? When they need to be living in other existences where there is more spiritual involvement than that on the earth. And they are there doing very good work for their own progression and involvement. Indeed. I think a question I've got to ask here at this point, Padina, is many scientists would say that travel to distant galaxies, as it were, is not possible because the limitation of what they say is the speed of light. Indeed, and that is true. But that is with the technology that man understands now. And I would like to explain something very simple, because spirit is simple. Not simplistic. We are not simple-minded. We are just very simple. And the basic understanding is, and should be, that thought being the strongest force in the whole of the universe means and explains that in spirit, particularly if you are strong and evolved enough and therefore free roving and it is allowable, you simply have to think where you would like to travel to, where you would like to be, and you are there instantly. Because spirits are not burdened with the physicality of the earth body, then spirit can do this. Now, it is difficult for man weighed down with the physicality of his humanoid structure, earthling structure on the earth, he would have to travel by some other means. But again, when man has learnt more about his mind, the spiritual part of himself, and is able to differentiate between the mind and the brain, 
then he will advance more with technology and understanding, enable him, him to travel. But that is in the future, and that is more in the future. Thank you. Now, like so many things that man uh, approaches in their, in their existence here on the planet at the moment, there is an awful lot of fear regarding so many things. Mm-hmm. And UFOs is just one of them. And I'm assuming that's why communication isn't taking place, because man wouldn't be civilized enough to do that. That is that is so, yes. Mankind is fearful of anything he does not understand. And of course, other beings coming to him from elsewhere would frighten him quite possibly. But in truth, it should not. And again, when man has learned more about spirit, about how spirit are, how they come to the earth, how the work they do, when there is a great more understanding, which will come, then man will lose his fear because he will have that knowledge and awareness of spirit, of the land of spirit, where we all come from. And therefore, there will be nothing to be fearful of. Okay. Now, part of this scene, if we can call it that, is with, they see different vehicles in the sky mm-hmm. and, and apparently some people see actual people on the ground. As you say, what, what is true and what isn't true is difficult to differentiate. Mm. But what about... Alien abductions, is that just complete nonsense? It, abduction, yes. That is a word that has been coined by people of the earth. There have been communication. There has been, let us say, a situation where perhaps a person of the earth by whatever means, however it has happened, that they have projected from their body. They are still connected with the spirit, but they have used their mind and projected out. Or, on a very rare occasion, it is possible they may have left their body for whatever circumstances. And in doing so, they would have seen and met others, spirits, who then they might interpret in their vision of that spirit to see somebody they would call alien or perhaps something they would not expect to see. And, of course, then they 
would need to return to their bodies, especially, of course, if the tapestry of life was not to end at that point. They would need to be returned. And that experience might be interpreted by that person in the way you describe. Because I suppose, Padina, that that once the, that spirit is returned to the body, then the brain kicks in and tries to interpret something that it doesn't, doesn't yes, understand. Exactly the same way as when a person dreams of the earth. Spiritually, the mind may have projected out and seen something, which is quite possible during sleep. But then coming back and awakening, the brain has difficulty in sometimes grabbing hold, retaining the memory of what they've experienced and seen. And furthermore, more importantly, the brain has to interpret what they've seen in a way that the brain of the earth, the computer of the earth, understands and identifies with. And of course the brain is not seen that before has it no so quite it, possibly it doesn't 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 quite understand possibly. it yes yeah. okay thank you so when will mankind know more then would you say padina well all in time and spirit are not impatient like man is and all in due season when man has started to adopt more interest, more awareness of spiritual knowledge and the existence of spirit, then these things will naturally unfold as a natural progression of what he gains in knowledge and understanding. Okay, now... I'm going to ask this question because we've already answered it, I think, but I think it's important to go over it again. Is, is there anything to fear? No, not at all. Nothing, nothing at no, all? No, I would suggest, having lived a life on the earth in quite recent times, I would be more fearful of my neighbours at times living on the earth than I would be of spirit. <laughs> Yes, I, I understand that. <laughs> so, for man to communicate with these travellers from other planets, mm -hmm. what do they need to do to meet halfway, as it were? Well, spirit, and of course, a lot of these who, who do come from other places, who come and visit the Earth, they do understand man more in a greater way than perhaps man appreciates. But even so, whether you see a spirit or you see a UFO or whoever it is, you would always should be gracious, commune, talk, say welcome, and be gracious to that one at all times.
And that is a basic rule in life as it should be, wherever and whoever you meet. Even your greatest enemy, you should at all times show graciousness. Even if you were to slaughter that one, you must show graciousness. As it has been in many civilizations in the past. Mm, okay. So, Bedina, I think you've covered a lot already in this mm. podcast. So, is there anything else you'd like yes, to add? Yes, just one more thing, just to simplify okay. matters a little more, if I may. Please. In what a person might identify as a UFO, some people have said they have seen, quite rightly, a ghost. Or they have said they've seen a spirit. And there seems to be some confusion between the use of these words and their meaning. And very simply, a spirit is a living soul, a living being, eternal living. Now, a ghost, they do exist, but they are not living. A ghost is a recording, exactly as you visualize, you see recordings on magnetic tape or on some forms of film or whatever, you are seeing a projected image. And that has been recorded on a substance and through your technology has allowed you to replay it and to see it. And so it is also that sometimes recordings happen in a natural way on stone or on some buildings or on some other materials whereby, whereby very briefly, there may be a recording playback exactly as you understand from the technology you use on the earth. It is no different. So if you were to watch a Roman centurion walk through your house, that may very well be something that has happened in the past. And that simply is a recording that you are seeing, nothing more, nothing living, nothing to be frightened of, something that has just, for some whatever reason, has surfaced in that manner. Okay, but one final question, everybody, mm -hmm. just how would you differentiate between spirit and a ghost if you saw one? Well, a spirit is there for a reason, like all things. But they would be there and they will communicate with you. They will there be there to try and help you. They would be there for a particular reason. And you would respond 
as I say graciously, inquire why they are there, what they expect of you, what needs to be done, whatever. But a ghost, as I say, is nothing living. It is simply a recording. And you could talk to them until you got bored over thousands of years, and they would never answer you. Nor would a television screen respond to you in that way. It is simply a recording. That's that's absolutely fine. Thank you, Bedina. Thank you very much, Bedina. Mm. Unless there's anything else. No, I think I think above all, really, man should open his mind and accept there is so much in the universe. He does not know, he does not understand, and he should just allow his mind to open a little more so that perhaps in time he may learn more. And really just to accept there is much more on heaven and earth, Horatio. <laughs> and nothing to be feared. Indeed. Thank you very much, Bellina. Thank you. Thank you. The Erasmus Foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing foundation based in Laxfield, Suffolk, in the United Kingdom. We have a webpage, www.erasmus-foundation.org. If you would like to be a guest on our podcast, or indeed have further questions for us, then please contact me on paul at erasmus-foundation.org and we'll do our best to accommodate you. Thank you very much for listening.